Welcome into another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. My name's Jackson. And I'm Tucker. And today we have quite a bit of news to go over surrounding the NFL, and then we will cover the position battles that are going on around the NFL. Now, in the latest news surrounding the NFL on today, August 31st, um, the final roster cut day to get down to the 53-man roster, so we got quite a bit of... uh, releases and waived players to talk about but to start out we have vikings have traded for the former jets tight end chris herndon in exchange for draft pick or picks not quite sure what the compensation will be at this point but uh, irv smith suffered a meniscus injury that will require surgery Um, the timetable for smith's return is unknown at this point so it seems that the vikings won't need to worry about the tight end position for now i mean herndon He's been kind yeah. of iffy in the past couple of years. I mean, I was high on him last year. I mean, he was suspended in oh, the suspended, beginning. Yep. But then once his suspension ended, he got he was injured. So yeah. it was like so he, he didn't went, really play at all. He didn't play. Yeah, he was he had like his first 6 games. I mean, it was a four-game suspension or something like that and then missed two more games because of injury and never really played. So it mm-hmm. was just I mean, Chris Herndon though, I mean, he's a it's good, not a bad signing. I he's don't a good think. talent if he can stay healthy. I mean, he was he's showed some promise with the Jets. I mean, Jets haven't had the best quarterbacks, so um, it'll yeah, be I interesting. Think it'd be a good spot to fill in for Irv Smith while he's hurt for yeah, however it's long definitely it's a, be. a good trade depending on the draft picks. But I mean, I can't imagine it's too severe here. So, um, in other news, Packers All Pro left tackle David Bakhtiari will miss the first six weeks of the season after the Packers put him on the physically unable to perform list. Uh, Bakhtiari tore his ACL during practice on December 31st of last year. Uh, just awful news there. I mean, Packers are going to be with, I mean, he's an all-pro. Yeah. One of the best, if not the best left tackle in football. Yeah, he's one of the, yeah, the best. But we have Pro Bowl guard Elton Jenkins, who has moved around on the offensive line, played some center. But, I mean, he was an all-pro at guard. And now he's actually been taking reps at the left tackle, and he's going to start the season at left tackle. So it will be interesting to see how that goes. I mean, he's impressed the Packers in the offseason playing at left tackle. So apparently the other backups didn't warrant it, or maybe they're going to get some of those younger offensive linemen that we drafted in the later rounds, maybe get them in starting at guard, center, whatever it will be. But, I mean... It's something to watch for Rodgers, both Rodgers on their fantasy team because... Yeah, a little if, less protection. You never know. Yeah, it might. They might not. He might. His blind side might be good, but the inside pressure might not mm-hmm. be very good. We lost Corey Lindsley in the offseason. Yep. He's now with the Chargers, so the inside of the line might be the question mark there. But uh, it, I mean, hopefully Bakhtiari's back and ready for yeah, a postseason we, run. So yeah. I mean, he was injured December thirty first of last year. So I mean, it's been, it's been eight, almost nine months now. I mean. Yeah. I mean, today's the 31st of August, so I mean, it's been eight months, whatever, yep. so hopefully by the time this the six weeks are up and he's back, he's, yeah, he's ready completely to play. healthy, yeah. and yeah, he's hopefully able to... it's not any longer than six weeks. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is good news. I would say it's good news that he's not on IR, I guess, yeah, so... They, yeah, uh, they have a timetable for his return. Yeah, so it's interesting to see how Elton Jenkins will do. I mean, I was amazed by him the last couple of years how he's yeah. moved around I, I i'm a big offensive lineman guy i yeah. i mean i played center guard tackle whatever i needed to in high school but uh so i mean i like seeing that because i mean it just shows the versatility or versatility on the offensive line oh yeah it's a great he's a great player so 
Uh, just awful news of Bakhtiari, but hopefully Elton Jenkins can keep it up. Mm-hmm. In non-injury or trading news, the Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson will remain with the team uh, as he remains under investigation by both the NFL and police after being accused on 22 separate civil suits filed in March and April. Uh, not good news for that. I mean, Watson's still on the team, but he had requested a trade during the spring, but the Texans, they're standing firm with requesting a lot. Yeah, they want a ton. So I don't think, I mean, you're not drafting Deshaun Watson, I don't no, think. I mean, not even, not even a 16th round pick. Last pick of the draft, there's no way you're going to spend any picks on Deshaun Watson. I mean, yeah, it's... He's under investigation, so it's just, I would assume he'd be, like, suspended from the NFL while he's under investigation or something. You'd think so. I don't really know how that works exactly, but he's definitely not going to be playing. So some of the bigger news coming out of the NFL today, a couple things from New England. First off, the biggest news, I'd say, coming from today, Cam Newton has been released by the New England Patriots. The former MVP. The former, was it 2015 MVP? Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Something like that, but... And now it is Mac Jones's team. He, he is the starting quarterback, so we'll talk about that more in the position battles and even the rookies maybe a little bit, but... That's huge news. Yeah. Very big news. Very big news. I mean... Cam Newton had missed uh, missed last week due to misunderstanding with COVID. We I believe we had talked about that on previous episodes, but apparently it was a pretty big uh, decision. I mean, maybe Cam Newton hadn't looked too good, and maybe Mac Jones is just what yeah. Belichick wants. Yeah, what he's looking for. Yeah, I mean, maybe Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton was just a fix, and I mean, clearly they ran the ball a lot and they didn't pass oh nearly as much as they did with Brady last or like they did in previous years so they might get back to that with Mac Jones now and I mean maybe we got another Brady in the making yeah he could be he's gonna climb on draft boards now I mean yeah I mean we've done three drafts me and you now so I mean he's been drafted he had not been drafted in a single one I mean neither had Cam Newton I believe but I mean just with the question marks there I don't think anyone was wanting to draft yeah Yeah. but now I mean he could be I mean, he could definitely be your second quarterback on a team if you're willing to take a chance on the rookie. I, I mean, yeah, if you get a top quarterback like Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, and Pat then, Mahomes. yeah, you get one of those guys, and then 16th round there, you pick a defense kicker already, you go 14th, 15th defense kicker, and then Mac Jones, I mean, maybe he's still there. I mean, depends on how much he moves up in the draft boards. We haven't really seen that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't done any mock drafts. I mean, it's just today, so I mean, tomorrow we'll probably see the effects of this news maybe now today i mean maybe by now it already has changed Mm -hmm. but i guess it'll just be interesting to see how mac jones does and maybe he starts the season off well and yeah i mean they don't they have jared stidham there now i mean he's the other backup quarterback brian hoyer too maybe yeah not quite sure journeyman yeah very much a journeyman in the nfl but i mean the fact that they released cam newton just means that they're they're comfortable with both yeah. those guys either. I mean, yeah. who knows? I mean, maybe it was just Cam Newton had done all the wrong things yeah. and Belichick was just done with them. He was fed up and was just like, all right, let's get this guy out of town. Yep, we don't need him here. In town. Yeah. We got, yeah, we got that first round pick. We, we used the first round pick for a reason. So yep, Belichick put him in there. Yeah. And I love the pictures too of, of Mac Jones when he won his NCAA championship and he's got the shirt off and he looks like how Brady looked. Yep. They just unathletic. Yeah, the unathletic build of a quarterback. I mean, that's what Brady was the 199th pick or whatever yep. in sixth round and 
yeah, that draft picture of Brady standing there, I mean, he didn't look athletic. And same kind of goes for Mac Jones. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe Belichick sees the same thing that he saw in Tom Brady as he does in Mac Jones. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Very interesting to see. And the other news coming out of Patriots camp, um, this the Patriots will start the season without their all-pro cornerbacks, Stephon Gilmore. Gilmore started training camp on the pup list after his, his season ended early uh, in week 15 last year due to a quad injury. Gilmore won't be back until week seven, but should be healthy and ready to go after that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were even saying that he could be back like week four. So this is kind of shocking news that they, they, they would him keep him out pup, that yeah. long. But I mean, he is kind of an older quarterback and maybe it was his decision to be like, I want to stay healthy. And maybe now that they know yeah. Mac Jones is a quarterback, maybe they'll be contending. Yeah, maybe. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, it's Belichick. So, I mean. He's won all those you, Super Bowls. You never know. You never know. I mean, honestly, like, I wish I would have placed a, a bet on them in Vegas. I mean, I just didn't really even think they would release Cam Newton. I mean, yeah, at least keep him as a backup. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe they're just they're just all in on him, though. So, But, uh, yeah, Stephon Gilmore, he'll miss the first part of the season. But, I mean, he'll be ready to go by, by week seven. Uh, in more rookie quarterback news, 49ers rookie quarterback Trey Lance will miss seven days due to a small chip, um, which they had in quotes, small chip on his finger. Um, this probably means that the 49ers will open the season with Garoppolo. I mean, Shanahan had said at the beginning of the season, that, or beginning at training camp, that there is no open quarterback competition. It's just Garoppolo. But, I mean, he... He's very iffy about it. He will talk about that in the position battles and the rookie news, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of shows you that it's probably going to be Garoppolo, even with this injury. I mean, maybe Trey Lance would have started without the injury, but yeah. I, I feel like if you got a first round quarterback and he gets injured, yeah, he, he, he just the you, third pick wasn't it the third pick third thing? fourth pick yeah. yeah they used on him third pick yeah because Pitts was the fourth yep and uh, so yeah you know they're gonna throw him in there at some point. Yeah, he's going to be in there replacing Garoppolo at some point, but this injury will probably keep him out for the first month, maybe. Who knows? They'll see how Garoppolo goes and see if they want to replace him with Trey Lance. So yep. uh, just a thing to keep your eye on moving forward. Moving to the Washington football team, they have released running back Peyton Barber, uh, making the undrafted rookie Jarrett Patterson the backup for Antonio Gibson. I found that interesting. The article said that uh, he w- Jarrett Patterson would be the backup. I mean, the depth chart shows J.D. McKissick there higher, but, I mean, J.D. McK- McKissick isn't the running back that Antonio Gibson is. So yeah, he's, more just, he's a receiving back. Yeah. He had 80 receptions last year, not nearly as many carries. So it just it goes to show that, I mean, the undrafted rookie, another one of those guys, if, yeah, if Gibson goes down, like, yeah, those undrafted rookies are just something to keep your yeah, eye on. They can be surprising. And yeah, especially with this too. I mean, they cut Peyton Barber because this rookie looked good and they think that he can be good. So uh, just another thing to keep your eye on. Yeah. You keep saying that. And I feel like that's a very but frequent it's a phrase. Huge, it's a but huge thing in the preseason. Yeah. Because in there's preseason, so many unknowns. And... and the preseason's over now too. I mean, it's that that stint before that regular season starts yep, roster cuts roster and whatnot, cuts so. yep it'll it be interesting to see oh yeah <laughs> all right and then in other packer news the packers have waived quarterback kurt benkert and wide receiver equinemius st brown really nothing too big, big there. there yeah no fantasy relevancy there um in more releasing news, Saints released uh, running back Devontae Freeman after just signing him, what, a couple months ago, a month ago, whatever it was. 
Kamara's ready to go, Kamara's baby. Kamara's ready to go. So, I mean, I believe you have him in a fantasy league. I do, I, I do. got him in one, so I'm excited to see how he does without Breeze. I mean, maybe he doesn't do as well, but maybe they run the ball a bit more with him. Yeah. But, I mean, we got Jameis there, who was announced as starter. We'll talk about that in the uh, the, the positional battles. Yeah. So, moving on to other, other releasing news. Eagles have released, uh, or waived, I guess. Don't quite know the... If those two terms are interchangeable or what the, there's a difference, but I can't. The legality exactly reasons sure. are probably attached to it, but they have the Eagles have waived wide receiver Travis Fulgham, uh, which I thought was a little interest or interesting to see. Yeah, they're that. not very deep at wide receiver. They're they? not. No, I mean they drafted Devonta Smith in the first round, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about him and the rookies. Yep. And but yeah, I didn't think that they were all too deep there. I mean, last year Fulgham bursted onto the scene having 29 receptions, 435 yards, and four tur- four touchdowns in his first five starts. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, he had a 10-reception game, 152 yards, and a touchdown. So, I mean, a lot of that came in one game. But uh, it was a good stint that he had there. Yeah, but then, I mean, definitely some spark. Yeah, there was a spark there. But then after the bye week, which ended, was at the end of this five-game stint, he ended up not having more than five fantasy points after that in a game. So is very weird fantasy i don't even know how to what to say there i mean it's yeah. travis fulgham was just a fantasy anomaly yeah he's probably it, really that would drafted, be the term yeah, yeah he, i mean he's been waived now but it's just it would be interesting to see if a team takes a shot on him i don't quite know why he fell off so much maybe he wasn't getting the maybe he got hurt maybe he got hurt was a little something was practice. nagging him yeah who knows but it'll be interesting to see where if he goes anywhere and if he has another stop in the nfl uh, more releasing news. Uh, Bills have released tight end Jacob Hollister. We talked about him in the additions episode, yep. uh, which I thought kind of found shocking because they're not the deepest at tight end. Yeah, but so I mean, Dawson Knox is their number one, isn't he? Yeah, and, and I he's mean, up and down. Yeah, so, but I mean, Hollister, not the best either. So it's yeah. not shocking news, but I kind of thought, thought it was just because of the depth issue there. I mean, yeah. I didn't think that the the Bills were that deep there, and I've kind of thought Hollister would kind of fill it in. Mm-hmm. He's not the best, so again, not really that shocking. But other news: Packers or former Packers wide receiver Geronimo Allison was released by the Lions, along with former first-round pick Brashad Perryman. Two wide receivers there released by the Lions this mm-hmm. week, and they just, must like their rookie. Yeah, that rookie Amon Ra St. Brown. We'll talk about him in the rookie episode and yeah i mean those wide receivers there now i mean it's tyrell williams i th- think another guy's khalif raymond yeah i don't really know too many of yeah them. it's i mean it's not going to be a very potent offense i don't think so no. but they might be coming from behind a lot so they might be passing and yeah we'll see how that goes with them but maybe some fantasy relevance at some point yep. uh, don't know if a lot of them are even being drafted, but they might be on our waiver wire waiver list. wire week one. Yeah, yep. we have that episode coming up in a couple weeks after week one games. So maybe we're talking about a Lions wide receiver then. Maybe one of them jumps out above the rest. So other release news: the Raiders have released wide receiver John Brown. Interesting. More shocking news. Uh, yeah. Their wide receiver core again, not a lot of depth there. I mean, they got Henry Ruggs, the former first round pick, yeah. speedy, speedy bugger there. Yep. But then who else do they even have? Brian Edwards is another uh, yep. young wide receiver that they have. I, I'm I've been reading some things that he's doing pretty good in camp, so that might be part of the mm-hmm. reason why they cut him. So 
another guy that late round pick brian edwards could be a guy um after hearing this news if john brown yeah john brown's not on the team so mm-hmm. they'll could take a look more... at the depth chart and i mean i don't even think i've looked at the raiders wide receiver depth chart no, i couldn't I tell mean, you else is on. the only again, really pass catcher i know on there is darren waller so maybe he sees an uptick in yeah maybe targets maybe i mean again yeah the raiders aren't the aren't a very potent offense much like the lions so uh maybe interesting to see, yeah. yeah i mean henry ruggs is a speedy guy and so is john brown so i mean maybe they're seeing it in henry ruggs and maybe he's yeah. gonna take another jump this season uh it'd be interesting to see like like we like to say yep. <laughs> in other news colts have placed carson wentz on the reserve slash covid list along with center ryan kelly and wide receiver zach pascal due to them all coming in close or being considered high risk close contact with a staff member who tested positive more covid news you just hate to see i mean yeah you just i hope it's not as prominent as it was last year yeah especially the damper on fantasy yeah starting out the season with this i mean uh this week was going to be a huge week for carson wentz and determining his ability if he was going to be able to play week one and that's what their head coach frank reich had said he's he wanted like this was going to be the week where they kind of decided is Wentz going to be there week one and i can't see that being the case now with this no, i mean he's going to be not. out for what five days seven whatever it yeah, is yeah. and that means we're probably going to be seeing the second year quarterback jacob eason getting the start week one for the colts so that's again wide receiver core there, not a potent no, offense. I mean, T-wise now hurt. Yeah, it's the only fantasy relevant guy there on the Colts would be Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor yeah, yeah. And that, so. he's still got, I think, less value. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's kind of like this with doesn't Zeke, help his case at all. Having like with Zeke this. last year, he just they're gonna stack the box against him. Yeah, and it's not gonna be very good probably, especially for the second year running back. I mean, he's mm-hmm. just. I mean, there's a lot of running backs there, so maybe they are able to do something with those guys and work something up. Keep I don't defense know. on their toes. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But I mean, Jacob Beeson is the guy. I believe Sam Ellinger got hurt, so. It's unfortunate news to see there, but Jacob Eason probably going to be the guy there week one, so I'd stay away from the Colts there. <laughs> yep. I mean, maybe we're talking about them in the waiver wire week one, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see in a mm-hmm. couple weeks. So, Another news, I mean, this was a couple days ago, so you probably have heard this by now, but big blow to the Ravens offense as J.K. Dobbins will is announced that he will miss the entire 2021 season after tearing his ACL on Saturday. Hate to see it. Awful news, especially in the preseason. He had come out and said, too, that he's not a big fan of the preseason and he just doesn't like getting hurt. And, I mean, he was saying this after he got hurt. So it's just – it's for nothing, really. I mean, yeah. the preseason, it's for nothing just to see – the coaches just want to see who does good. And yeah. It's just unfortunate to see that happen. Um, and it was the preseason finale, too. Like, that's just so unfortunate. Yeah, that is very, and, very unfortunate. But – I mean, the Ravens lost Mark Ingram this last offseason, too, so it's going to be Gus Edwards and Justice Hill there. I mean, you were saying there's another rookie or whatever. Tyson. Tyson. Something. Yeah, I don't know. know. But, uh, I mean, Lamar Jackson's led the league or led led their team in rushing rushing. last year, so he'll probably do it again this year. Yeah, I can't imagine him not. I mean, Gus Edwards is getting a big jump in fantasy drafts. I mean, Saturday we did our draft. He was very low because – 
Dobbins was still up there because yep. the news hadn't really hit yet. Uh, but then the next couple of days, the next was, couple of days, going in like the fifth, sixth round, fifth, sixth round. Yeah. So I mean, Gus Edwards is going to be a good pick now, probably. I mean, he's the number one, and Justice Hill isn't too much better. I don't, I don't think. think so. Yeah. So I mean, they probably will spread the ball around a lot between those running backs. So it'll be interesting back to see. By yeah, yeah, definitely a running back by committee. Um, I mean, that's what they've always done. They've had a lot of. Like running, I mean, last year was Mark Ingram, Gus mm-hmm. Edwards, Justice Hill, Lamar J.K. Dobbins, Lamar Jackson. They all had a lot of rushing yards, yeah. or not a lot, but yeah, I mean, they were the a little bit. Teams yeah. in the league, I think. Yeah. yeah, number one, number two, some top five at least. I would mm-hmm. say. I mean, especially when your quarterback's rushing for a thousand, thousand yards. yards. Yeah, Crazy. unreal, but just a big blow to the Ravens' offense, and unfortunate to see happen in the preseason. And that is all we have for the latest news surrounding the NFL. All right, now we are on to the position battles um, from around the NFL. I mean, just the offensive ones. We're a fantasy podcast, yeah. so we're just going to be covering the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Uh, and starting off with the quarterbacks, I mean, the biggest news we talked about in the latest news, Cam Newton versus Mac Jones. Cam Newton was released, and Mac Jones is the starter. I mean, nothing really much else to talk about yeah. there. I think it'll be, yeah, it'll be good for Mac Jones. It'll be very good for Mac Jones. I mean, it'll be great to see how that offense does. I mean, we got the normal Tom Brady setup, you know, how he had it. He's got, I mean, no more slot, Julian Edelman, Wes Welker. I mean, maybe they got another guy there. I yeah, haven't really paid attention. Know, yeah. But, I mean, they got Damien Harris there and James White in the backfield, too. I mean... Those two guys there, I mean, running the ball and then James White more of a receiving back. Yep. Just the security blanket for Mac Jones. And Always. It's probably been instilled in him already to just throw it to James White whenever you can. Yep. So uh, it's going to I'm very excited to see Mac Jones. I mean, Patriots, I mean, they've been the team everyone's hated on for the last how many years? 20 Be- years. Yeah, but, yeah, the last, this whole century, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they've had Tom Brady the entire time, and, I mean, he still is winning. So, maybe Mac Jones can win in his rookie year. Like, I mean, didn't Brady win in his rookie year, second year? Something like that. It was very early in his career. Very early. So, maybe the Patriots just had that one slack year, the COVID year, where they had missed a lot of their defense. A lot of guys opted out. So, I mean, the team didn't look very good last year, but a lot of guys opted out Mm -hmm. it's a new year new year new quarterback and probably a new offense they're definitely not going to be running it as much with the quarterback like they did with cam newton so Mm -hmm. mac jones starter and cam newton release so it'd be interesting to see if cam newton lands somewhere as a backup or even he could compete to be a starter on some team i mean the texans texans would probably be a perfect spot yeah i never thought of that yeah that'd be a good spot for him yeah so be interesting to see if that plays out i mean if you're the texans Sign Cam Newton. Right. <laughs> uh, next next quarterback battle. This was uh, announced earlier this week or last week, maybe even. Uh, but Drew Locke versus Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater has been named the starter and the 11th starter since uh, Peyton Manning. Wow, I didn't even know that. I was going to say, that's crazy could, you, could you name those 11 quarterbacks? I don't think I could. <laughs> yeah. I, one was a wide receiver. One was a wide receiver, yes. Uh and I mean, yeah, it was Brett Rippon and yeah. uh, Jeff Driscoll last year, and uh, what was the, there was a Brandon Allen was in there too. I mean, 
Yeah, and then remember a lot of guys, Paxton remember. Lynch, Brock Osweiler. Oh, yeah. Geez, <laughs> going way back. Yep. Case Keenum was in their year. But, yeah, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, just probably another one of those rotating quarterbacks. Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm guessing dreaming. Drew Locke will probably be in at some point in the regular season. Yeah. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, he's kind of known for his injuries. I mean, the one devastating knee injury that kind of kept him out in, I mean, not kind of, kept him out an entire season, almost two. And yeah with the Vikings and I mean Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater looking at their preseason stats very similar I mean it was like very very similar both had like 200 plus like upwards 270 280 yards two three touchdowns no picks maybe one of them had one interception so I mean they're pretty much the same like I just I'm not a big fan of the Broncos offense I mean I like their running backs I mean not a big fan of Melvin Gordon, but Javante Williams. Yeah, they got but, some good wide receivers as well, but yeah, be Teddy, interesting to see. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is now the starter, so be interesting to see. <laughs> <laughs> and then next we have the Bears quarterback battle, Andy Dalton versus Justin Fields. Uh, I mean, Matt Nagy had been adamant about this from the beginning, that Andy Dalton is the starter. He said that when they signed him and when they drafted Justin Fields, he said that Andy Dalton's the starter. And Andy Dalton has said it's my time, and it is Andy Dalton's time. He is their starter, and yep. I'm guessing that by week three or four, I'm guessing by by October, Fields. you're gonna see Justin. Justin Fields. Fields is in there by October, is my guess. Yeah, uh, Dalton's pretty say, injury prone. Over under three weeks before Justin Fields starts, it's, it's it might nail the under. On yeah. That one, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean. I'm excited to see Justin Fields play. I mean, I'm a Packer fan watching the Bears quarterback. Yeah, but, I we'll mean, see him twice a year. You will see him twice a year, maybe. I mean, probably once towards the end of the year, maybe. Who knows yeah, how usually... that goes. But, I mean, next year, we'll probably be seeing Justin Fields. I mean, this year, we'll be seeing probably a lot of Justin Fields, too. So, rookie quarterbacks. I'm really high on a lot of these rookie quarterbacks. And, yeah, I'm guessing that Justin Fields will win this job over at some point. Or Andy Dalton will lose the job more likely. I yeah. don't think it's – I mean, at this point, it's not going to be Justin Fields winning, winning. the job. Yeah. It's Andy Dalton's going to come out and throw 130 yards, touchdown, and an interception. Yeah. Some ridiculous stuff like fumbles. that. Yeah. Get sacked five, six times, and then it's going to be like, all right, we need a mobile guy. And Justin Fields is that guy. He's going to be the guy for the Bears, I believe. So. Oh, yeah. Next quarterback battle, another rookie one. We'll kind of talk about them in rookie battles, or the rookie watch too, but Jimmy Garoppolo versus Trey Lance. Uh, Kyle, or, yeah, Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, I believe, yeah. He yep. is just not naming the starting quarterback. He, he was asked the question, and he asked the question back. He's like, what do you gain by naming it? Like yeah, he's just, really no. there's, I mean, he's got a good point, yeah. there's. I mean, you're just letting the other, other team know who to game play yeah, against exactly. and who to study film on more. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, I guess it's a good idea by Shanahan to not release it. And, but I mean, it's just, just us wanting to know that's exactly. all it is. That's the only the fantasy thing. owners. Yeah. The fantasy owners. I don't think know. Jimmy Garoppolo is probably being drafted in a whole lot of leagues. I, I, I bet he's being I mean, drafted in our less three, than Trey Lance. Yeah. I was going to say in our three drafts, I don't, I think, Trey Lance had been picked in one and Garoppolo yeah. had not. So yeah. I didn't even see Garoppolo's name. He's just so low on the yeah, list. Yeah, he's he had a good couple of first or like that first year when he was traded to San Fran and he won like seven of eight games to start or yep at the end of the season. Yeah, and ever since then, I mean, he's just not a he's a good game manager. I don't yeah. think he's a very great quarterback. Yeah, he just yeah so manages and yeah. 
But I mean, again, just like Justin Fields and Dalton, I'm guessing, yeah, Trey Lance will be in there at some point. Yeah, in they the wouldn't season. use a yeah third pick. over. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah he was picked higher than Fields. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so I would expect Trey Lance to be in there. So I mean, maybe throw a sixteenth round pick at him. I mean, I I haven't done it yet, but. That's because my quarterbacks haven't been the best anyway, so I kind of need yeah. to get those more Save solid guys. For, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, throw a late-round pick if you get one of those early good quarterbacks. Another quarterback battle in New Orleans, Jim- Jameis Winston versus Ta- uh, Taysom Hill. Um, Winston was named the starter. I thought I, I heard that of... last week, but then just today they came out and said, he is for, for sure, sure our start. starter week one. So I kind of figured that was going to happen. It's almost it'd be hard to have Taysom Hill start on the quarterback because he's just such a versatile player. He's almost better in yeah. another position besides that. Yes, he, just so many different packages you can run with him. It just seems like from an advantage point, it'd be better to have him not starting. As yeah. You, you want him to have that. Yeah. That question mark. You want to be able to use him as a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end, or even a second quarterback. You could do. Play. Yeah. Where Jameis throws it behind like a lateral to mm-hmm. Taysom, And then he throws it down the field or something like yeah. that. I mean, there's those plays that are going to be probably, we'll probably see a lot of those. Yeah. It just gives Sean Payton a little more, flexibility with yes, his play calling. Yes, very much a lot of flexibility. I mean, yeah, Taysom Hill's just a gadget player. He's just a guy that mm-hmm. plays all over the field and does anything. I mean, he's on kick returns or whatever. I mean, yeah. he's and just an athlete. He's not really a quarterback. He's just an athlete who can throw the ball And it's not well. like Jameis Winston is the worst. I mean, he's not the greatest quarterback in the league, but he's not the he's, worst He's quarterback a quarterback, yeah. I mean, his last he season. He puts up numbers. Yeah, his last season he had 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. But, I mean, yeah, he cuts down on those interceptions. We talked about that before. I have Jameis as a sleeper pick, and I drafted him in one of my leagues. I think that he'll have a good season. I mean, doesn't have Michael Thomas there, but it's still. Yeah, he's got still got Kamara. He'll yeah, he's got out. Kamara to dump it off to, and yeah, another our last position battle for quarterbacks. Um, the Washington Football Team quarterbacks: Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Taylor Heineke. I, it wasn't really a battle, but yeah. Fitzmagic won the job, and yeah, I drafted him in one of my leagues too. I think yeah. that he's Not gonna, a bad pick. Great offense there in Washington. Yeah, a, lot a lot of young, of weapons. a lot of weapons, a lot of young guys. They got Curtis Samuel there now. The next Christian McCaffrey. Next Christian McCaffrey and Antonio Gibson. The undrafted Jarrett Patterson, who's just oh, impressing yeah, in camp. Yep. And then J.D. McKissick in the backfield, too, the receiving back. And we can't forget about Terry McLaurin. I was going to say, we were saying all these names, then there's no Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. Great the offense third, there. Yeah, third overall tight end last year. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a great year for Fitzmagic, I believe. And rightfully so, he won the job. I mean, Taylor Heineke, he's not i mean i hadn't heard of him until he started in that game against the bucks in the playoffs so he didn't do too bad eh? he didn't do too bad he looked good so i was like ah maybe he can but he just looked good because he had that fire yeah Yeah. it's fitz magic so moving on to the running backs we have we'll start out in arizona the cardinals chase edmonds versus james connor I mean, I don't think it was really an open running back competition there, but or a yeah. position battle. But it's Chase Edmond is the starter there now. I mean, their depth chart on their official website, the unofficial 
uh, depth chart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, their official or the unofficial depth chart on their official website says that Chase Edmonds is the starter and James Conner is the backup. But I could see James Conner getting a lot more carries for yeah. a back than he's a more normal more, backup. Yeah. Like he's it's probably going to be not as a much of a receiving back. Yeah. He'll get more use in the run game while Chase Edmonds will get more use in the pass game. But Chase Edmonds, I drafted him as one of my running backs, and I I think he'll have a good season. He'll have the receiving, I think. Yeah, especially in PPR leagues. PPR leagues, he'll be a great, great pick. Um, Yeah, and then moving on to the Jets, Tevin Coleman versus Michael Carter. Uh, Looking at it, I don't know if that was really a um, position battle either. I mean, Michael Carter... I think he's listed as the fourth I saw yesterday, oh, really? but then I looked at it again and he's the third now. And then I looked somewhere else and he was the number one. So yeah, I don't I know. Feel like they don't really know. I don't know. It's very weird. Um, some places just have their predictions. So I'm not quite sure how this is all going out, but I mean, I was reading some stuff and it seems like Tevin Coleman and Ty Johnson, it's going to be a, a running back by committee. Ty Johnson was the former Lion. He did a little bit there yep. and then is now with the Jets. But it, it's going to be Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, and maybe Michael Carter works his way into it. He is a rookie, was like a third-round pick or whatever. We'll talk about him in the rookies. But he'll have a a good – he'll probably be able to move in there. I mean, he's a rookie running back. They mm-hmm. drafted him for a reason, and those two guys aren't the best. I mean, Tevin Coleman was good with the Falcons. He was good with the 49ers, 49ers. but he hasn't been a number one running back. He hasn't been great. He's more of a receiving back, second guy, the guy that they can lean on to just take more pressure off of a number one. Yep. And I think Michael Carter, I feel like, has been going higher in drafts than I drafted him in one. Yeah, I don't don't know if I've really even seen Tevin Coleman get drafted. No, I don't think I've either. So it's kind of, yeah, shocking news there, or just seeing that but yeah tevin coleman he's the number one but it is running back by committee is what they're saying so yeah i just like to stay away from those unless there's one that has more of a ppr value and tevin coleman's probably that guy so maybe you're drafting him late but it's yeah it's going to be a tevin coleman ty johnson and then maybe maybe michael carter yeah michael carter is just kind of a rookie that you want to keep your eye on i mean you draft him hoping that by the time the fantasy playoffs comes around he has exploded onto the scene and he's a number one back so maybe that's what he ends up being i mean you never know with the rookie running backs you just got to wait and see and hopefully you hit on one or another exactly other rookie competition in denver melvin gordon versus javante williams Melvin Gordon, he's listed as the starter with Javante Williams as the second. Another one of those running back duos where the rookies being drafted way before the exact starter. Yeah, supposedly. and I mean Melvin Gordon almost had a thousand yards last year. Yeah, he didn't have a horrible season. He did not, and um, I mean, but I mean Denver's always kind of worked with the two running backs. Yeah, back um, to like Phil Lindsay and yeah, when Philip Lindsay was drafted, it was him and Royce Freeman. Royce they drafted Freeman. Royce Freeman real early, and then Philip Lindsay ended up having more yards than Royce Freeman. But then it was last year. Then they signed Melvin Gordon and brought him in, and then it was Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay. Lindsay. They both had gone. yeah. So now it's just going to be another guy probably getting. 400 500 yards maybe he becomes the number one guy and it's melvin gordon getting the 400 500 yards i mean mm-hmm. philip Lindsay was the guy and then he was the second guy and then he's off the team melvin gordon's the guy maybe he's the second guy and maybe then he's off the team <laughs> who knows uh we'll see how that goes with the rookie running back there uh in another rookie matchup um daryl or not daryl henderson getting ahead of myself raheem Mostert versus trey sermon 49ers running backfield 
I mean, Tevin Coleman, we talked about him. He's gone. Oh, yeah. Jarek McKinnon, he's gone. Is Jeff Wilson Jr. still there? I don't think so. I think he's gone too. Um, I mean, there's a couple of other guys there, but uh, Raheem Mostert listed as a starter and Trey Sermon is the backup there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like a Jamichael Hasty and another guy there too. Um, but they're they're the third string. There was, yeah. I believe, there's two guys listed as the third string. Um, just a little weird. Depth charts are just all weird right now, and they're not really official. So yeah, it'll be another week till they get really yeah. So pinpointed. it's something to keep your eye on here. But I mean, Trey Sermon, I think he's going he's going after Raheem Mostert. Yeah, I think, yep, I think he is. Yeah, but Trey Sermon, another one of those rookie running backs. I mean, it's just something to keep your eye on mm-hmm. there. Next, we have Los Angeles uh, Rams. The Running back Daryl Henderson versus Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle just was traded to the team from the Patriots. Daryl Henderson's had a thumb injury, so it's who knows. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Daryl Henderson, he's the starter. Sony Michelle's the backup. Uh, but McVeigh has come out and said that Henderson's outlook does not really change with Michelle here. So that I found pretty interesting, meaning that I mean. Again, another backfield just like Denver that has used multiple running backs over the course of their years there. I mean, McVay last year, I mean, it was Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers all had yep, their Cam, stints. Yep. And, I mean, then before, I mean, they had Todd Gurley. And even then, they were using Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson then, too. So, um, I'm guessing that it will be a committee there. Daryl Henderson will probably get the bulk of the carries, but then Sony Michelle will probably be there to also take some some off some of the pressure off exactly. of Daryl Henderson. You may see at some point Sony Michelle overtaking Henderson. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I mean he had pretty good seasons his first two years. Sony Michelle did. Mm-hmm. So he I mean, hurt a little bit. He was I a think. first round pick too, I believe. So yeah, I think. So. Uh, yeah, either first or early second. Yeah. So, I mean, Sony Michelle. Yeah, first round pick, and maybe he passes Daryl Henderson, takes the job over completely. But as of right now, Daryl Henderson the number one. Sony Michelle is the backup. And then probably one of the most interesting um, running back position battles that we have in the NFL coming out of the Houston Texans, which no one really knows what's going on there. Like, I mean, we could have done a whole thing on the Houston Texans wide receivers. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. and tight ends. I mean, who knows what's going on there, but the running backs, I mean, it's, I think it's known what's gonna, who the running backs are going to be there. I mean, the depth chart on their website says, uh, Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay are both starters, which I thought was kind of weird, but they're probably going to run a multiple split, running backs. Yeah, yeah. Split backfield. Who knows which direction, some misdirection plays and probably run the ball a lot. Cause I mean, they, they have Tyrod Taylor there, so he is a running quarterback. So, I mean, maybe they design a lot of plays. Maybe they keep it on the ground a lot. Uh, but I mean, yeah, you got David Johnson there too. He, it was That was the main question, was David Johnson versus Mark Ingram versus Philip Lindsay. I mean, Ingram, Lindsay both brought in in the offseason. I mean, they traded for David Johnson a couple of years or a couple of years ago, a year ago. Been, either last year or the year before. Yeah, and then they also brought in Rex Burkhead too. But the depth chart says Ingram and Lindsay are starters, and then David Johnson is the backup to Ingram, and Rex Burkhead the backup to Lindsay. Interesting. It's very interesting just back running backfield there it's probably going to be a lot of running back by committee i mean all those guys are pretty good yeah they've all been known to have fantasy value i was going to say i'm pretty sure at at some point or another in any year that i've been doing fantasy football i've probably had one of those at least or all of those guys i've I've had on my team at one point or another exactly (laughs) so 
but yeah, Ingram, old guy. So I mean, he's getting up there in age. I mean, mm-hmm. not quite sure how old he is, but I mean, he's. I think he's over thirty. I he kind of dropped off last season with the Ravens. It was J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards had more yards than him, and Lamar Jackson. Well, yeah, Lamar was the leader on the team last. So year. it'll be interesting to see how Mark Ingram does there. I'm guessing that David Johnson would be replacing him. He's a younger guy, so I mean. I've just found that depth chart interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of question marks. There. Yeah, it's the unofficial. Today was roster cuts, so maybe one of those guys gets cut. Maybe Mark Ingram gets cut. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's an older guy. Maybe they just need some space. Maybe David Johnson gets cut. Who knows? Uh, just something to keep your eye on. I mean, I don't think anyone's really drafting any of these guys in fantasy. So now we're on to the wide receivers. Again, first we'll start off with the Cardinals. Um, the wide receiver battled there. Kind of A.J. Green brought in in the offseason versus Christian Kirk, the former second-round pick a couple years back. And then versus the rookie, Rondale Moore, drafted in the second round, I believe. Uh, Looking at the depth chart, it seems that A.J. Green and Christian Kirk are both starters there with DeAndre Hopkins. Mm -hmm. And then Rondale Moore is the backup to DeAndre Hopkins. So, I mean, I would assume that if any one of those wide receivers go down, it's going to be DeAndre, or not DeAndre, Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore. I mean, they also do have the former second round pick, Andy Isabel. He's a speedy slot receiver. Yeah, I heard his name a couple times. Yeah, he's had, I mean, he's had some big plays. I want to say he had like an 80 or 70 yard touchdown last season or a couple years ago. Something. He showed explosiveness and I would, I, there's just a lot of mouths to feed there. So I feel like that's, um. I'm kind of staying away from all those guys. I mean, you're not really seeing AJ Green draft being drafted or Christian Kirk, yeah, Rondale Moore. Maybe that someone drafts just a rookie, rookie wide flyer, receiver. Yeah. yeah, but you're not really seeing any of those guys drafted outside of uh, Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. He'll yeah. be the, the go-to guy. There. He'll be the go-to guy. And then going on to this next team, I mean, same kind of goes for that. I mean, the Packers, the the wide receiver, the wide receiver battle there is. Randall Cobb, the former Packer, brought back in. And then the two young guys, Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Alan Lassard. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is, looks like he's the number two wide receiver on the depth chart. He was last year as well. Or was yeah, it, I, I mean, it was I up know, and down. Tell, yeah, yeah. Between him and Lazard. It was yeah, they're, tell, they're both yeah. out there quite a bit. And But, I mean, Devontae Adams, just like DeAndre Hopkins, he's going to get a lot of the targets, a lot of the rece- or touchdowns, yards. Yeah. And you're not really seeing... MVS or Lazard or Cobb being drafted. I maybe drafted Cobb really late. No, I don't even think I did. I was gonna say I think that the the guy there, if you're gonna take a late round flyer, would be MVS. Marquez yeah, Valdez. He's got Scandal. the higher floor he, ceiling. Yeah, he's got the big playability. He's a speedy guy. I mean, we've seen him just go down the sideline and catch deep balls. I mean, yep. he's really good at that. He's just a speedy guy. So maybe we see him take that next leap this year. Maybe it's Lazard takes a step up. Maybe Cobb. I mean, he's going to get the work in the slots. So, um, again, a lot of guys there you're probably not drafting outside of Devontae Adams. So Just some waiver wire stuff. Waiver wire stuff. I mean, if, yeah, if one of those guys looks good week one, has a big game, maybe you pick him up, but then it'll probably be Alan Lazard next week or yeah. the other guy the next week. And it's yeah. just it's probably going to be all over the place with them. Moving on to... The next wide receiver battle uh, going on in Jacksonville. DJ Chark versus Marvin Jones versus LaVishka Chenault. Another one of those veteran brought in Marvin Jones. rookie, And then you got the second year guy, LaVishka Chenault. Um, and then DJ Chark, who's been there for a couple years now. Had some yeah. pretty good seasons, but he's kind of injured. All three are listed as starters on their offense. Yeah. Um, 
I expect LaVisca Chenault to be the guy out of all those. I mean, I feel like he's going to get more of the a lot of rushing attempts. Yep. Those other guys aren't really running guys. I mean, maybe Marvin Jones takes a reverse. DJ Chark's not really that guy. He's nope. he's a big, just Pass physical picture. wide receiver. Yeah. Yep. But LaVisca Chenault, I mean, I got him in one of my leagues. And... I he'll yeah I think he's gonna have the fantasy value because he's gonna be used in the run game yeah and he's a he's an explosive wide receiver he's just a all around offensive weapon yeah I think he has more upside than the other two Marvin yeah. Jones I mean he's consistent DJ Chark like you said is hurt but I think Lavishka Snell with yeah. the rushing attempts like you said just has that more potential to be explosive and have more touches per game yeah it's definitely i mean i believe chenault's being drafted higher than chark and jones mm-hmm. and then i think chark and jones are like back to back literally right next yeah to they're back to back so it's yeah if you like one guy there just take him. i mean i like lavisca chenault i mean i drafted marvin jones in another league i mean i'm kind of staying away from chark this year just because of what he did to me last year yeah, i named was... my team after him and then he didn't do very good yeah so. he was like a second or third round pick i feel like last yeah i drafted year. him as my number one wide receiver last year and he just did not plan out so i'm kind of staying away from him just because of the injuries and yeah i mean all three of them are starters, so they're probably all going to get some some yards, some targets, some receptions, some touchdowns. Yeah. Who knows? It just yeah, depends. On, we'll see how the season how goes many. and who ends up, see if one of them catches on fire and keeps going game after game. Maybe it's Chark one game, Jones another, Chenault the, the next. Who knows? Yeah. Moving on to the Cincinnati Bengals, their wide receiver core. Um it's Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Again, I believe all three of those guys, they're listed as starters on the depth chart. It's just you really don't know. I believe is Jamar Chase going higher than all those other guys. Um, I he's just the rookie reunited with uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. So I would say that he's probably being drafted higher. I think a little higher. People probably like him more because he's the rookie. Yeah. But, I mean, all three of them are starters. It, yeah, again, all three of them could very well finish top 25 if not top 30 i mean if joe burrow has a good year yeah and he throws they're gonna be passing a lot i feel like their offense they got a lot of weapons there so i mean it could be a high-flying offense it could be yeah very much so and yeah all three of them are starters so if you like one more than the other just like jaguars just pick which one you like which one you like i mean we're just kind of here to tell you who's the starter and if any of them are backups and if there's another guy there and i mean the dub chart shows all three of them starting and you haven't really, or you see that a lot now because I mean the passing offenses in the NFL. So, I mean, yeah. it's just getting more and more frequent. You don't really see the two tight ends or two running backs. Mm-mm. So um, next we have the Lions wide receiver core. Um, that was very, I mean, again, no fantasy relevance really, but Burchard Perryman was cut. So it, it is Tyrell Williams, Khalif Raymond and Amara, um, Amon Ross St. Brown. I think I'm saying that right. That sounds right. Um, It looks like I said it right, but um, they're the presumed starters for the team. Amon Ross St. Brown, he's a rookie fourth-round pick. We'll talk about him in the rookie show. But, uh, again, probably no fantasy relevance there. If you want to take a rookie wide receiver that you think might do good, Amon Ross is probably the guy that you'd want to take there. I mean, Tyrell Williams, he's been good for other teams, but he's older, kind of injury-prone. You don't really know. Not, so. Nothing that really jumps off the page. Just a flyer. The, if you yeah. want to take a guy, I mean, it'd be Amon Ra. Uh, so. I think so, yeah. If you're taking, yeah. And then onto the Jets, too. Kind of the same situation. I mean, but this case, it's Corey Davis, 
Jamison Crowder and Keelan Cole are all the presumed starters. They're the three starting wide receivers. But then the rookie behind them, Elijah Moore, and then uh, the second-year guy, Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims looked good last year. Yeah, he showed I, he, some flash. Yeah, he showed some promise there and had some really good catches, some flashy catches. It was pretty great to watch him. Some of those plays you just see on Sports Center, you know, you just sideline catch or whatever. And Elijah Moore, too, we'll talk about him in the rookie show. But old Miss wide receiver, teammates of Joe, uh, A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. Yep. And, yeah, it's a, another guy there if you – I don't think you're really taking Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder, Keelan Cole. If you want to take a, a flyer, it'd be the rookie, uh, Elijah Moore. Yeah. I, that'd be the guy I'd take. Maybe Corey Davis. Yeah, maybe Corey Davis, the former first-round pick. Yeah. And Jamison Crowder, he's a PPR machine, so maybe Zach Wilson relies on him like that, and maybe he gets 10 points a game. Yeah. I... But who knows? Um, now we'll move on to our tight ends, wrapping up the position battles. Not much for the tight ends. I mean, nothing really interesting with tight ends anyway. I mean, no. first you get the Patriots. I mean, the two newly signed Patriots, Jainu Smith, Hunter Henry. We had talked about Hunter Henry getting a little hurt in training camp, but both are listed as starters, the first string, and are on the Patriots' official website's unofficial depth chart. So, yep. It's interesting to see that. I mean, just like Packers had two tight ends listed as their starters. But, I mean, Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, I believe Jonu Smith would probably be the guy getting more more targets there. Yeah, at the beginning of the season. Is Hunter going to be ready for the first game? I haven't really heard any news pertaining to his readiness to start the week one. But, I mean, he's always been kind of hurt, too. So, yeah, it's. I think Jonu Smith's going to be the guy that probably gets is the fantasy relevant guy at the end of the season just because he's there most games. He'll probably play more games than Hunter Henry does. He'll be healthy for more games. So, Next, uh, tight end position battle. Again, not really a battle considering it's the same as last year. Same three guys, but uh, you have the Buccaneers tight ends, Gronk, O.J. Howard, and Cameron Bright. Um, Gronk's the starter, and then it's O.J. Howard is the number two. When they run the 12 personnel, it'll be those two guys out there. And then whenever they bring in the 13, it'll be Cameron Brate. So, I mean, Cameron Brate, not fantasy relevant. No. Gronk, I mean, not I don't, even really you're super... only drafting him on name. Like yeah. It's just because it's got the name and you think, oh, yeah, it's Gronk. He can go back to his ways and he's with Tom Brady again. And they did good back in the day. So yeah, He's very touchdown reliant, I feel like. Yes, he very get a whole touchdown dependent. I mean, there's a lot of mouths to feed. I mean, they got Evans. They got Chris Godwin. They got Antonio Brown. Yeah, know, all the running backs the, in the yeah, backfield, the run, I mean, Bernard. Yeah, they brought in Bernard in the offseason along with Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. So, yeah, yeah a lot of mouths to feed there. And, I mean, the three tight ends, just three more mouths to feed. And, yeah, I can't see any of them being really fantasy relevant. Gronk, yeah, the touchdown dependent, maybe Brady goes to him a lot more in the red zone instead mm-hmm. of the wide receivers. And, I mean, we kind of saw that last year. I mean, Gronk got the ball. I mean, maybe his second year back out of retirement, he does a little bit better. but A little more in shape. Yeah, you're you're probably staying away from Bucks tight ends unless, yeah, you're drafting Gronk on his name alone. Yep. So, and that is it for our position battles. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the TVJ Fantasy Football Podcast. And be sure to tune in next week where we will have our rookie watch along with our week one preview.